Hello and welcome to the Incredible Witness Podcast. Today's episode is called Self-Doubt. William Shakespeare described doubt in this way. He said, Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we often might win by fearing to attempt. Strong words to be sure, and they convey a serious truth about the deceptively harmful role doubt plays in our lives. Probably the single biggest barrier between you and achieving pretty much everything you want in your life is your belief that you can achieve it or produce it. Your belief or conviction that you can achieve the goal you set for yourself is the hurdle that must be overcome before you can succeed in any endeavour. Napoleon Hill stated, Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Just consider that for a moment. Every great achievement or desired outcome is first produced in our mind. You give birth to it in your thoughts and then you nurture it with belief and work to realise it. Your belief in it feeds it, enables and facilitates its growth. It is its life force that literally creates or produces it. But in between giving birth to your idea and its realisation, what happens when you begin to take notice of that little nagging voice called self-doubt, whispering in your ear. Well, what happens to anything you pay attention to? The answer is that it begins to grow. In other words, you see more of it in your life, and it influences you more. Internally, then, what you have produced could be called a mental conflict of interest. Because whilst having given birth to one idea that you want to happen, At the same time, you are entertaining thoughts of self-doubt concerning it. Now, you're probably not used to thinking about things in this way, but all your thoughts eventually produce outcomes in your life. So, when you think about producing something of great value to you, and at the same time, or prior to achieving your desired outcome, you begin entertaining doubt about it, your doubts are producing things too. So effectively, you are self-sabotaging yourself. Instead of breathing life into your creation, you are poisoning it before it is born. And then when it turns out half-baked and you fail to achieve it or you do not get the the result you you had hoped for, who can you honestly blame but yourself? You're highly unlikely to succeed in in a big way in any area of your life when you harbour ambivalent feelings. How can you make progress in the direction you, you desire to proceed in? when your energies are being restrained by thoughts of doubt and indecision. The reality is that you, I and everyone else are thinking beings. We literally can't stop ourselves from thinking about something. The key is to focus and control your thought so that they work in your favour and not against you. Trying to travel towards your desired goal whilst entertaining doubt about it is like carrying a heavy burden on your shoulders and then wondering why your progress is so slow. The thing about doubt is that it is insidious. It operates inconspicuously under your radar, developing without your knowledge. There is also often a lack of awareness concerning how harmful it is to your hopes and dreams. Because we all entertain doubts about things, it frequently presents itself falsely as the voice of reason, sent to save and protect you from making a fool of yourself whereas more often than not it serves to keep you locked in the prison of your own making, and thus unable to make the progress you desperately want to need. 
if you want to discover the part played by doubt in your life. To date, a useful exercise would be to reflect on the sheer number of times your desire to do something has been thwarted by self-doubt. It may take some time of careful, reflective thought, but when you think about it, hasn't it always been there, in the background, exerting subtle, unwanted influence? I think you'll probably be surprised by its prevalence and, and pervasiveness. As mentioned earlier, one should never underestimate how harmful our doubts are to any success we strive for, and this is particularly relevant when being cross-examined. Just imagine sitting in the witness box, having questions hurled at you that are designed to undermine your integrity, competence and confidence. Your professionalism, decisions, character are effectively all on trial. This being the case, how important do you think your level of confidence and ability to put over your arguments in the assured, cogent manner will be when answering questions posed to you? Under such pressurised circumstances, when your every response is subjected to scrutiny, it's imperative that you believe in yourself and the evidence that you give. Wherever you have the slightest element of doubt about any aspect of your work, you can be sure that it will be detected in your body language and presentation. When presenting your evidence, your tone of voice and entire body language has to be totally congruent with the message you're intended to convey. There's no room for incongruence or signs of self-doubt. Think about it this way. Even the smallest existence of doubt will appear as a chink in the, in the armour of your argument. It will present itself to those cross-examining you like a neon light in the dark a weakness that demands to be exploited, attracting further intense scrutiny and examination. It's something you simply cannot afford. As mentioned earlier, the presence of doubt in your mind is harmful because it draws attention to your uncertainty and indecision. It acts to seriously undermine your credibility because it is a signal to those observing you that you're in two minds or at least less than 100% certain about what you're saying. Your body language is something you have to be very much aware of whilst in the witness box, because you're under intense scrutiny. When being cross-examined, it's not just what you say. What's much more significant is the way you say whatever you have to say. Two people can use exactly the same words in response to a question, but one presents as totally convincing, whilst the other conveys no sense of conviction or believability. And you cannot give effective, credible evidence if you're in two minds, uncertain, vague or indecisive in your responses. You simply won't present convincingly. It's important to bear in mind that the role of the cross-examiner is to devalue, rubbish, ridicule and undermine your evidence, and barristers are very skilled at what they do. How much easier is their job, and simultaneously how much harder is yours when you allow doubt to enter your thoughts? Doubts are like the weeds in the garden of your mind. If you are not careful to weed them out continuously and replace them by planting positive flowers, they will eventually choke out the flowers and overrun the garden. It takes no effort for the weeds to grow. They do not need to be nurtured or encouraged. Unfortunately, they are always springing up. Beautiful flowers, on the other hand, have to be planted, watered and nurtured with the aid of sunlight. 
in order to grow and bloom. Any weeds near or around them have to be dug up and removed so that your flowers can flourish. Your mind can be likened to a garden. If you are not constantly vigilant, doubts and fears like weeds will take over your mind and choke out your dreams and goals you want to bring to fruition. Be sure to plant plant your dreams on fertile soil, on soil that is clear from weeds and stones. Then care for and believe in your dream until it becomes manifest. When you plant a seed in soil, there is a period of time in which you see no sign that anything is growing. You can't dig it up and check that it is. To do that would damage you. You have to believe in it, care for it, by watering the soil and keeping that area free from anything that might hinder its growth. Eventually you see the result of your faith when the flower bursts through the soil and is clearly visible. In the same way, your goal or desire will take a period of time before it becomes manifest. In that time, you have to believe in it totally and nurture it by doing something every day to create it. Self-doubt is the traitor inside of you, working against you to deny your desires. The presence of self-doubt in your life has very likely already deprived you of many things you wish to achieve. It's your job to weed out weed out doubt from your life. This is important in all areas of your life, but absolutely critical when giving evidence at court. To give great evidence at court, you have to be convincing, and to be convincing, you have to believe in yourself. <laughs>